Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. And hope everybody had a good night's rest last night and uh, doing well. I uh, don't know what's going on with this um, with Facebook. Of course, I want to say good morning to Kelly, Jeanette Swift, Amy Oaks Turner, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young. Um, Yesterday, uh, there were several people had commented and uh, never showed. Uh, normally, I see all the comments. Never saw several of the comments until uh, after it was over with. And hello, Darlene Barker. But I didn't see several of the comments until after it was over with. And then this morning, it's showing like three comments underneath the um, video. Well, let me see it. So I don't know if you all can see the three comments or not. Hello, Terry Hudson. So I apologize, uh, you know, in case y'all, you know, I don't want y'all to think, well, how come he uh, responded to one comment, but he didn't respond to mine? I, I can only respond to what I see. <laughs> so I apologize. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I try to acknowledge everybody, and I try to my best to, you know, uh, depending, you know, if I'm in the middle of a lesson, I don't, uh, sometimes I don't always comment on every single comment, but you know what I mean. I try to hit where I can. So if I don't see a prayer request or a comment, just understand it's, it's not my fault. Uh, sometimes I don't see stuff until after it's, uh, after it's done and over with, so just keep that in mind. All right, my friends, let us uh, do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for those pledges we get to say each and every morning and uh, the freedom to do so. Well, it's that time of morning where we get to hear Mad Matt's news and comment. <laughs> I know you all wait with breathless anticipation to get to hear what I have to say. You know, I think it's, uh, you know, as I've said before, I think it, um, there is relevance uh, in we, the reason why I deal with current events. Uh, Billy Graham, in fact, with his crusades, a lot of times he would take um, a newspaper and uh, whatever headline was dealing with the current events of the time, a lot of times that's what he would base a lot of his messages on. But, uh, you know, but not only that, uh, as a pastor, you know, I feel like it's my responsibility and duty to point out things that need to be brought to the attention of those who may be listening in the congregation or in a public forum such as this. And uh, to uh, sometimes it goes straight into a lesson that we are discussing, and sometimes it may not. But I, I have a responsibility to point things out. I do you a disservice by ignoring those things that are going on in the world and just preaching hellfire and damnation. That's a lot of what a lot of pastors do. They don't want to deal with anything in, in the current event um, strata, you know, if you will, uh, because they don't want to offend. They don't want to, uh, you know, uh, make people think, uh, and they don't want to do the research and the time to do it. Sometimes it's just pure laziness. But, um, you know, it's important to understand, particularly what's going on in our world today, uh, how, what is the evil if you will, personified that we are seeing in this current administration. There's another way to put it. Uh, when they are uh, wanting to push uh, abortion, 
same-sex relationships, pushing LGBTQ issues, even having a, a new spokeswoman who is openly lesbian. Uh, you know, it's just, we see this evil. You know, we see now that uh, so many women are, are uh, in, in the fright because they can't get the baby formula they need uh, for their babies. And uh, see, not all, you know, not all women breastfeed. You know, you know some children don't um, uh, respond to that and or there may be colic issues or, or stomach issues and so they have to have certain types of formula they can't get it and then uh, we have biden up there talking about how, touting how he is uh, the job increases and how the economy is doing well nothing be further from the truth the stock market is tanking uh, we have shortages all across the land we see the snowflakes crying and whining because they can't kill babies and so they're protesting at the homes of these justices which is is wrong and really it is uh, uh should be illegal it is illegal but it is not being enforced it's one thing to protest in you know the supreme court if you will but to go to these people's homes particularly where they have children is just wrong but you know if the if the script was flipped and you had conservatives protesting nancy pelosi or elizabeth warren or, or the like uh oh their their heads would explode oh that's wrong you should be doing oh they, they couldn't handle it uh to have something like that going on uh you know so we see uh evil uh just really being magnified i feel like in our country today and i think it's just indicative of the end times if, and the fact that christ was is i think we are at a time and a point in our lives where christ is, it could be returning sooner than later but then again, you've had people uh, throughout history. Uh, hello, Jennifer Honeycutt and Mike Kissing. Uh, you've had theologians throughout history, Jonathan Edwards and uh, so many others uh, who felt like Christ was coming. Hey, and during the time of the Apostle Paul, they thought Christ was returning anytime soon. So, you know, we do, are not on God's timetable. You know, remember, if a thousand years is a day and a day is a thousand years, it's only been a couple of days in God's time that Christ has ascended into heaven. So, you know, even though we are seeing more evil, we don't know, you know, that's why the angels in heaven don't even know when Christ is returning. But we are seeing so many things being fulfilled throughout Scripture that when all these things are done, be sure to look up and uh, because that's when Christ is returning. And I think we're seeing uh, the list being checked off in a, in a very big way. So let's go ahead and look at our, our verse of discussion. It says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 through 22, Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now, I wanted to briefly uh, hit on this, and uh, I want to focus zero in on a, on a couple of things here. But I, when I was uh, reviewing this for this morning's uh, topic um, i'm really thinking about uh, maybe going to more detail uh, for our e wednesday evening service on this on this passage uh, if that's okay uh, i don't know why i'm asking i'm gonna do it anyway so <laughs> but uh, i uh, i plan on uh, elaborating in more detail you know that's the only bad thing about doing these morning devotions I'm on a limited timetable, and uh, not not that you know somebody's actually timing me, and I will be uh, shot on spot if I don't quit at a certain time. It's just I know a lot of people are trying to get to work or school, and uh, that are listening, and they, and they you know there's only so much time there, so I try to you know keep within a certain range uh, in the morning. So I may elaborate more on this this evening, but I think the main point I like to really look at. Uh, I know when you see me looking over, I'm looking at my monitor that has the verse on it, uh, but. One thing that I would really like to, I think we should really kind of zero in just a little bit. And, of course, don't quench the spirit. And, and 
you know, if there's there's a lot of things that can quench the spirit. If you know, if you have uh, if there's sin dominating in your life, if you're not confessing things, uh, there's a lot of things you could do to quench the spirit. But we'll get into uh, probably more into that this evening. But my main focus though is verse 22: abstain from every form of evil. Now, you know, I've had people throughout. Um, hello, Cindy Taylor, Anita Tester. You know, I've had a lot of people ask me. Uh, you know, let's just take for instance. Um, I've had people ask me about uh, marijuana. All right, you know, should I do this? Uh, is it okay? You know, uh, it's uh, it's the devil's lettuce, if you will, <laughs> God's herb, whatever you want to call it. Um, the way I look at it, as long as it is illegal, then we should not partake in that. Uh, you know, it is uh, again going to abstain from every form of evil. All right, if it's illegal, do not partake in it. However, uh, if uh, in medical situations, uh, if uh, if doctors are allowed to prescribe it uh, to cancer patients uh, to help those in pain, I've even seen uh, instances where it has helped those with Parkinson's. Uh, yes, I'm all for that for medical reasons. Uh, the bad thing in allowing something like that to be legalized, as we've seen in other states, is the fact that uh, most people aren't in it for medicinal purposes. You know, you and I both know uh, that it's going to be abused, all right? Legalizing it only uh, exasperates the uh, the uh, addiction or the, um, and I know people want to argue addiction when it comes to marijuana, but um, uh, it just exasperates the use of uh, of it in every way. And the fact of the remains is people, again, want to argue with me, but in Johns Hopkins, uh, they've done research on this. People far smarter than, than I am have, have shown, particularly in teens who will get their hands on this, affects the cognitive abilities. And so it does have a direct effect upon the brain, whether people want to, uh, you know, they again, they want to argue, that, oh, that's not true. It's not addictive. But you want more and more stronger stuff, and oftentimes it does lead to other things. Now, other people say, well, I've done it since I was 12 years old, but then they have the mentality of a 12-year-old. A lot of times, uh, drugs, whether, you know, it's a herb or what, will oftentimes, uh, for lack of a better word, retard you uh, at that point in stage when you started doing that. But... Um, I mean, not only that, you know, it, it, you know that's just one example uh, of so many things uh, that we can uh, zero in on uh, and abstaining from every form of evil. See, if something is against God's, if it's contrary to God's word, we must abstain from that. All right. So say the LGBTQ issue. Well, that's uh, clearly in contrast to what God's word says. It's an attack on the nuclear family. It's a, it's a perversion of what God has ordained between a man and a woman. We do not support that. You know, there's so many Christians uh, who uh, will make excuses, allowances. Well, we just need to love. Abstain from every form of evil. We do not uh, condone that. Now, does that mean we are hate-filled and, and we are nasty to those individuals? No, we still need to show the love of Christ. We need to still show them Jesus. We need to show them kindness. We need to show them compassion because the God of this world has bonded them just like any other sinner out there. We still need to show kindness, but we do not condone those actions. See, I think a lot of people confuse love with justification of sins or that we must tolerate sins. And nowhere do we, are we to tolerate sin in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And, and, I, and you may be an individual watching this morning and you may have a loved one uh, or a child or, uh, that is dealing with LGBTQ issues that is confused. Get them good, godly Christian counseling. If they're in your home, get them into counseling. 
you still love, still your child, you still love them, you don't kick them out on the street, you, uh, you still love them, but you make it clear you don't condone that kind of activity in your home. Uh, you know, in whatever it is, uh, whether it's that, drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, you, we must abstain from every form of evil, every appearance of evil. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the problem with so many Christians. They have blurred the lines between what God's Word says, what the world says, and what they want to do. You know, I realize that some, you know, I, you know, people have accused me of looking at everything at, as black and white. And for the most part, uh, well, I think 100% that God's Word is pretty clear on these kind of things. You know, it's, it's black and white. Here's what it says. Here's what we are to do. I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot of... Uh, of, of blurring of the lines. Now there are, are verses, granted, that are a little confusing, and there may be issues that that we deal with today that God's word doesn't directly hit upon, and that's why we have to pray for discernment and pray for guidance and pray for wisdom and dealing with areas that uh, may not always be so clear uh, that uh, we may have to face in today's society. But I think it's pretty clear that we are to protect the unborn. Uh, you know, uh, it amazes me again how you know dealing with again going with current events how they are advocating to want to kill the unborn child. You know, we as parents, that is our job responsibility is to protect our children. And, you know, the fact that is really insane is that it is not going to, you know, what the point is, is not, it's not going to be federally mandated. It's just going back to the states to decide what they want to do, as it should be. And so they're not doing away with abortion. They're not making it illegal, but they're acting as if they are. I wish I wish it was, but uh, you know, uh, it, again, you know, it's a, a whole another topic there. But you know, we see that you know, maybe they say, well, God's word doesn't hit on it. Well, it's not an area that we really had to, you know, God's word really had to hit on. But as I discussed uh, a week or two ago, in regards to abortion, God's word does talk about uh, those who would harm an unborn child. Someone was to to hit a pregnant woman, and if it was that child and the woman were to die, then they were to face harsh penalties and they would be put to death themselves. Uh, we see uh, John the Baptist who leaped in his mother's womb uh, in regards to Jesus. I mean, we see how life is precious and to be protected and that is what is known as the sanctity of life and we need to preserve that um, you know so we see that area that you know maybe god's word doesn't say directly but we can glean enough from it to understand that hey abortion is wrong there are more than enough scriptures old testament new testament uh, you know a lot of people want to throw away the old testament as if it doesn't apply at all to us today yes we're no longer under the old testament law but there are still areas that still uh, the ten commandments that still apply to us today but there are verses throughout that admonishes and puts away those who are cross-dressers, homosexuality, lesbian. I mean, there's no, there is no misunderstanding. It cannot be clear that it is wrong. I don't care what society says, it is wrong. And then, you know, again, you have, you know, they, they wanted to accuse the ultra-MAGA individuals. You know, we're, they, we are considered the extreme right uh, if we were Trump supporters. Uh, and uh, so, you know, we, we are extremists if we dare to do that. But yet we have the liberal left only protesting in front of people's homes, doing fire bombs. Uh, Seattle is a, a fire, you know, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? It's, it's the armpit of the world. Let's just put it that way. You got homeless on trains. It's, they attack everybody doesn't go there, that doesn't agree with them. They, I mean, it's insanity, which you see with the liberal left. You talk about extremism. That's what you see on the liberal left, but yet they want to accuse conservatives of the very same thing. My friends, as Christians, we have to abhor what is evil. We must hate our sins. We must hate what is evil, and we must cling to what is good. And that's what we, I guess that's the main focus 
of this discussion this morning is the fact that we need to cling to what is good. And the only way you can do that is staying in the Word. If you're not reading the Bible, then you don't have that litmus test to judge all things, to know, hey, this is wrong, this is right, here's where I need to be, this is my direction. You have to stay in God's Word each and every day so that you'll be on the right path. Because why? Narrow is the way. Wide is the path that leads to destruction. If you're not on that narrow path and you don't have God's Word as your guide, then you will be lost. That's why we need to spend that time in the Word. We need to spend that time in prayer. And I don't care how they make fun of you. I don't care what people say about you. We have to stand up and do what is right and holy in God's eyes. And, you know, it, it amazes me, uh, the individuals. Uh, you know, being on Twitter uh, is um, uh, an eye-opener uh, for me because it, it amazes me the, the, how many people have this asinine, far-left thinking i mean when you have people on there saying biden's doing a good job i'm thinking what in the world i mean how can the world could you see what's going on i mean the the world is burning around us and to sit there and say that he is doing a good job i don't i don't get that the dare they're disparaging elon musk because he says he won't let allow trump to be back on twitter and their heads are exploding and it's like, you know, if you don't like something, you can scroll on and not pay attention to it. You have the ability to block somebody. What is the big deal? How, how dare? It opens a gateway for hate speech. No, it opens a gateway to new ideas and discussion that they don't want to do. They don't want to think about. They Most liberals, or if not all, run on emotion and not on fact. And if the facts are thrown in their face, that's why they go ballistic and lose their little minds and melt down and cry. And that goes, and that's par for the course for the world. You know, whether it's atheism or agnosticism, whatever it may be, when you try to tell the truth, their heads explode and they cannot handle it. Just like yesterday, uh, this individual, uh, he put a fossil on there and he said, this is millions of years old. I said, that's cool fossil, but it's thousands of years old. It's not millions of years old because I am a, a young earth uh, creationist. And I believe the Bible is, you know, is, is clear on that, that God's word uh, dictates that it was, uh, the world was created within a, a six-day, 24-hour period. The seventh day, of course, God rested. And I am a young earth believer. And uh, he, he, he said, how, 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 you know, th how do you determine this is thousands of years old? I said, because carbon dating is uh, uh, faulty. You know, there, it's not accurate in any way. And uh, therefore, there's no way to say that this is millions of years old. Well, a, a fossil has to be 10,000 years old before it's considered a fossil. I said, okay, again, you're looking at thousands of years. Am I not wrong? And uh, again, he came back at me with uh, the, the carbon dating thing. And he said, and uh, uh, I forgot what it was he said. Again, it, it, it still went back to thousands of years. It still would not substantiate a million years <laughs> idea. And uh, uh, then he started attacking. And oftentimes, and I get this all the time, when they don't like something you're saying, they agree with, they start attacking you and your profession. As a pastor, they see that I, they, so they want to zero in on that. I don't pay attention to it because that's, that's what's known as a red herring argument. They're trying to throw you off. I zero in on the, what's going on. And I explained how evolution was only a theory. And, uh, and he went ballistic. Theory, evolution is a fact. I said, you are lost your mind. I said, it is a theory. It has never been proven. They have tried to manipulate in controlled areas and still can't make it happen. 
It is a theory on a micro level. Yes, we see some evolutionary things happen. On a macro level, no. On a large scale, no. A horse has always been a horse. A bird's always been a bird. A dog's always been a dog. There, there's nothing to substantiate. I said, oh, but I'm sorry. Your relatives probably did come from monkeys. <laughs> he, he never responded again after that. But you know, that's what you get when you deal with a smart aleck preacher. But, uh, you know, that's just it, my friends. We have to be... As wise as serpents, we have to be as harmless as doves, but we have to educate ourselves. We have to be prepared for the debates and the battle at hand. A good book I recommend everybody to read is uh, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek. I highly recommend reading that book, particularly in the very discussion of evolution itself. But my friends, as I was saying before, abhor what is evil. We have to cling to what is good. And despite what the world may say and how they may justify their actions, if God's word says it's wrong, then we are against it. So, and, uh, you know, uh, we are considered uh, hate-filled, bigoted Christians. But it's not you they have a problem with. It's not me they have a problem with. It's God's Word they have a problem with. And that's what they'll have to answer for. If they don't change, if they don't have uh, turn to God, they will stand in judgment, and they'll have to deal with those uh, actions. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day, your grace, and your mercy. Help us, Lord Jesus, to do what is right in your eyes. Help us to hate what is evil. Help us to cling to what is good. Help us to serve you well each and every day. Let's give 100%. Let's be on fire for you. And Lord Jesus, let us not justify sins, but hate our sins and strive for the mind of Christ. And Lord, if there's anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let will pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning. To watch over, protect them, keep them safe and well as they're going out and coming in. Lord, please be with my little girl. And Lord, heal her mildly. Take away uh, any pain or discomfort she's experiencing. And Lord, just heal her mildly. Be with my dad. Take away this dizziness that he's experiencing. And Lord, I pray you be with all those that uh, I said I would be praying for on social media. You know the hearts, minds, and needs of those individuals. I pray you be with Jennifer Harmon's mother. That you bring healing upon her. And Lord, I just pray that you be with us all. Let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.